We're live for episode number 57 on a game day a couple hours before game time, which I guess yes. last Tuesday we did the same thing. It's a team that's in the state of Michigan, and they lost that game. So I don't know, it might be our fault if they lose again. We're not uh, doing a watch party this time, though. Yeah, that's true. But so, That's got to help, both, right? I think both factor in now slightly. Okay. Okay. So we're going to review the Wisconsin game, which was on Saturday, and then we will uh, talk about the Michigan game, which is tonight. And I know a lot of people have been looking forward to this Michigan game, but – Mm-hmm. I mean, it. It. The only thing that matters in this game is just the schools that are playing, and one team wants to beat the other. Nothing else matters. Yeah, I. I mean, it's. It'll be interesting. Uh, Iowa is apparently a game time decision tonight, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I yeah, did he see. Didn't, he didn't I have that. heard from multiple people um, that are trusting in Vegas moving the line from nine to six and a half already. That Iowa is playing. I don't know if that means anything, but uh, Vegas yeah, usually know. knows. <laughs> so the, the, well, I'm sure when they announce that he's not playing, the line's going to go back to 10, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't really know uh, any anyone who would uh, – let's see. How do I want to put this? <laughs> sure going to put it nice. I don't think anybody sh- should want to bet on this game. Yeah, I don't think it would be a game to bet. Um, not 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 knowing if Io is playing, I don't know if Io playing makes a difference either. So, I still I don't it's really think my I don't think it's going to be a blowout in either direction. Yeah, because uh, I think Illinois actually shows up because they know they have to show up if Iowa's not playing. Illinois is definitely a team that plays their competition. Uh, Curbelo, I think, even admitted that he plays down to his competition, which is a weird thing to admit. But, um, you know, he's a he's freshman. A freshman yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, before that game, let's review the Wisconsin game. Which, I already uh, forgot what happened in that game. Yeah, which, yeah, I know. So I remember we'll, the turnovers, though. We'll be there for a little while. Uh, a 74-69 win on the road without Io. Huge victory uh, for Illinois. Uh, it it moved basically moved them into a one seed in the tournament. Now um, we'll see what happens. I th- I think that they have to win either the Michigan game or the Ohio State game to stay there. Uh, you're more bracketologically smarter than I am, but uh, that that's my personal opinion. Well, I'm kind of coming around to your idea of, uh, hey, you know what? It doesn't even matter because if we get the number four one seed, we're going to be in the bracket of death. And, <laughs> right. uh, I don't know if I want that. But either way, I'm not going to nitpick the seed because I just want to yeah. be there and be in the I, tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Being in the tournament and the, the fact that it seems like Illinois is going to be a one-two seed regardless of what yeah, happens. They're going to be they're gonna be a one or a two, no doubt. Pretty amazing compared to, you know, two years ago when they won 12 games. So, uh Big, it's a big year for Illinois fans. Uh, I told you that I went out today and I had three people. I was wearing my Illinois shirt. Three people, everybody I saw think Illinois can win the game tonight. Think Illinois can win the game tonight. And I said, uh, We're going to talk about it on the pot of the Line Eye Basketball podcast if you want to check it out. But I didn't have a business card to get them. So uh, we'll get there. Yeah. I, uh, I think people are a little too overly excited for this game. I mean, I think that Illinois fans are ex- excited to be excited about Illinois basketball again, which I think is perfectly fine. 
So. I don't think it's fine. I'm just kidding. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm just joking. Uh, but, player you know. of the game. Uh, Wisconsin game. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> player, player of the game. Uh, we both went with DeMonte. Uh, good game by DeMonte. 12 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a block. Um, almost blew the game. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the interjection into the other team's huddle. Maybe it wasn't supposed to, you know, Wisconsin shouldn't have been able to huddle there. Yeah. It sounds like DeMonte said something, and then their coach uh, told him to shut his effing mouth from what I've I've heard. I don't know how true that is, uh, but kind of not good on DeMonte. He's put himself in this these positions before. Um, it might cost them a game one of these days, but uh, luckily uh, the coach, you know, started talking to him, and, and it all – it all went away, but uh, I, he he just plays good um, regardless, and he's been showing up uh, more with I.O. out. It's kind of been showing what he did during his high school career where he was a scorer and he was a cutter. And um, Underwood said, we're seeing the DeMonte we see in practice. We're seeing the whole bag of tricks. His activity was perfect. And, uh, you know, he hit a, you know, he hit a few shots, uh, Inside three, which DeMonte doesn't do much. Um, he was two or three from three. So just a really good game. Um, and, and with the thing that happened, uh, you know, Underwood said, we're in March. It is full speed, speed ahead. We'll deal with all the emotional stuff when the time is right. We don't have time to reflect it on, reflect on it now. Um, so put it behind him. I believe DeMonte answered, it is what it is when asked about it. I mean, I don't know why a reporter is going to ask a student athlete, you know, what went on and what's going on. And I think that's poor reporting myself, but that's just me. Um, DeMonte, uh, we're a bunch of fighters. Our coach is a fighter. I like that line by him. Uh, kind of wave people off of. They you should know, be asking him, hey, why aren't you thinking about coming back? What the hell? That's true. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I still don't understand how that's going to work with if they had, you know, they're apparently in lines to get Burnett. Uh, Enoch apparently had a good Zoom call. They made some three stars top three. This is all lip service. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know how that will work. But weren't, uh, weren't we both convinced that Mac Etienne was going to come here? Yeah, because we listened to other people. Never doing that again. I just think that we should, uh, you know, just not care about that stuff. Other than Trent Demonte coming back, which I guess they're both probably not. But yeah, I don't think that they would make their decision based off of Illinois' ability to fit them on the roster because they're obviously going to have a spot on the roster if they want it, right? I would think. I would think yes, but I don't know. I don't know. So uh, I also put a shout out to Curbelo in this game, but six yes. turnovers. I can't give you player of the game. Uh, but yeah. he, he did what he's been doing when he's on the floor without Io on the floor, which is right. just driving in the rim and scoring at will. He does yeah. it in a different way than Io. Like Io, obviously much stronger and bigger, uh, but Curbelo just blows Curbelo by everybody. Can find angles, um, which is yeah, it's pretty impressive. It I helps like. though. It helps that the last two teams that they played without Io had pretty weak interiors. Yeah. Yep, and and you know the six turnovers. I think we added it up the, over the last three games. He has fourteen or fifteen. Um, not great by a guy that's your point guard. Um, two of those turnovers were 
uh, late game inbounds plays where he, it seemed like he was trying to lead the guys instead of actually passing to him, which against the press, you can't do that. Um, Underwood did take some blame on that. He said that that's usually IO's job and Curbelo really hasn't worked on that. If I remember right, DeMonte always took the ball out. So, um, and and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna just say this. I hate that after a made free throw or a made basket, they take 10 seconds to get set up, like get out of bounds, get the ball in. Don't let the defense set it. They literally are letting the defense set up, which is just crazy to me. Um, They like to mess around. Yeah, it's weird though. Like, why would you? Why would you give a team time to set up their press? It, it does not make sense. But I don't think very many things uh, <laughs> make sense when this team does. They, they get yeah, they get weird. All um, things yeah, uh, but yeah, Curbelo, uh had had a really good game. Um, six of thirteen from the field, seventeen points. He did make a three. His first first one he's made in fifteen attempts. So uh, good job. Um, and on one of those bad inbounds plays, he did steal the ball back, go down for a dunk. So uh, that was really nice to see. Was that his uh, first dunk since the uh, Chicago State game? I believe so, yeah. I you think that was the game where he, he dunked dunk. Yeah. One of the two games he did that, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, scrolling a line I Twitter, uh, I did find – I don't know if this guy watches us or what, but if you do, at Dave <laughs> Finn, I believe it's Dave P-F-E-N. Um, he said of Curbelo, when he slows down and keeps his eyes up, he's good. When he goes downhill and pushes the issue, it's a bit scary. I, I think it's scary either way. <laughs> I think when he's looking at looking at the court uh, and they're in the slower half-court offense, I think he makes better passes. He tries to thread some needles that are just impossible. Um, one of those that was one, like in the middle One-handed of the passes, was yeah. Really bad. There, there was no way that ball was getting through. Mm-hmm. Um but, but you got to take the good with the bad with Curbelo. Uh, he's a freshman. He's going to be really good, um, and he's showing glimpses of that uh, during this time when Io's out, and he's basically running the offense most of the time. He made free throws too. Yeah, um, I know Illinois ran like a nine-man rotation last time. They had eight guys uh, in and out this game. Um, Hawkins got nine minutes. Uh, didn't play terrible. He had uh, the one bad dribble out against Davison where Davison picked his pocket and went down for a layup, and then he lost his man forward uh, coming down, and I and I thought uh, Underwood was going to headbutt him when he came off the sideline. Side I believe you texted me and said uh, he's not coming back in, and he came back in like three minutes later. That was so, a little surprising. Um, but he had two blocks, uh, a rebound and an assist, so – not a bad day, um, just just a few lapses. But like I said, this whole team committed turnovers. Um, Adam Miller was the one guy in the first half that didn't commit a turnover. That's right. Um, yeah. Your boy. Uh, yeah. Um, Illinois, 19-27 uh, to 27 from the free throw line. Uh, they started off 9 of 17, and then down the stretch, uh, when it mattered, they went 10 for 10. Uh Curbelo made all four of his. Frazier made all four of his, and Grandison uh, made two it both of his. And Grandison's only missed one free throw this year, so it's very good. Line. Uh, yeah, let's let's get him the ball um, when that's happening. Uh, you know, Illinois. I don't know if they so much 
almost gave this game away. Uh, I think it was more just Trice could not miss. Um, 19 points in the last two and a half minutes was insane. Um, But Illinois had a comfortable lead most of the game. So it wasn't anything egregious, I would say. Um, Grandison had five points, eight rebounds. Uh, Curbelo, I believe, had eight rebounds. Those two led, or they had seven rebounds. Those two led. No, Grandison had eight. (laughs) Kofi had seven, and Curbelo had seven. So Curbelo's still rebounding really well, um, especially for a point guard. Um, Georgie put in some good minutes. So I think it might be fun if I just kind of scrolled through our text messages during the game and kind of just some some fun (laughs) bullet points. Okay. Uh, Please I don't said, say anything. Uh, I, I won't go over, you know, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, at 116, so the game started at one, right? I said Curbelo versus Trice. Oh, no. Yep. He was uh, guarding Trice. Not good. Wisconsin can't buy a bucket. You said that. Yeah. Then we talked about the Arkansas uniforms for a sec. <laughs> um, yeah. Wisconsin was 25% from the field the first half, I believe. Yeah, I said uh, Hawkins won't play again today. You said probably not, and I said <laughs> rightfully so. Why the F would he dribble out on Davidson there? Yeah, there was no need for that. I mean, Davidson was just salivating when he put that ball on the floor. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I like how they were like talking about how great of a guy Davidson is, basically on the broadcast. Did they, so I I'm a, I missed the first part of the second half. Um, and they were talking about because he literally was hanging on Kofi like a jungle gym. Yeah, that was weird. And and Dokic and uh, what's his name, Josh, his name? And Jason, Jason, Jason Benetti. Yeah, Benetti. We're both like, oh, that's not a flagrant. Like the dude literally was hanging on his arm, and then he's pointing at the ref like he hook and hold me. Like that's yeah, that literally weird. the definition. I believe they apologized for it when uh, it came back, but I I missed it. I think. So 32 actual minutes into the game. So at 132, I said 11 turnovers, exclamation point. Yikes. Six nothing offensive rebounds. Yikes. You said that. They had 12. What they have? Or they had 14, 13 turnovers in the first 12 minutes. And then they didn't have one for like the last eight, I believe. Yeah, I, at least that's them, what I messaged you. I don't know if it was true or not. That helped them be up <laughs> how much they were up. Uh, 140 p.m., 26 shots to 12. That happened. Yeah, uh, yeah and it ended uh, 48 to 69. So they, so uh, Wisconsin had 21 more shots um, and four more offensive rebounds. You said hack a Kofi. Hack a Kofi. That's what I mean. Kofi was uh, Kofi struggled again, five of eleven from the line, um, but he had nineteen points. He actually struggled from the field uh, this game, seven to thirteen. I mean, struggle for Kofi, I guess. Um, you know, <laughs> shooting shooting fifty five percent or whatever it is, I guess not so much. But um, I've, I said Miller Miller baseline exclamation point because when Miller uh, when he the only way that he can shoot off the dribble is if he's going to his left. And yeah, boom. it's yeah, it, it, I, I'll let him take that shot all the time. Um, I did put this Adam Miller's best game yet. Question mark. What are we looking at when we say that efficiency? Uh, yeah, just overall defense. Yes, everything. Not turning um, the ball over. Yeah, not. I mean, I know we had 28 points the first game of the season, but I mean, against a quality opponent yeah. on the road, 
Um, Adam Miller played 28 minutes, went two or three from the field, made his only three he took, had five rebounds, one assist, a steal, uh, six points. I mean, yeah, six points, but still, I, I thought Adam Miller was phenomenal this game. What what what, what was he from the field? He was uh, two of three. <laughs> okay, so the one that he missed was that whenever he like looked like he lost the ball, and yeah. he got it back, and he flew right by the defender and missed that mm-hmm. land. Probably yeah. should have made that, but he was yeah. so quick on that play. So, in a big point to this game, to, to win on the road against Wisconsin, Trent Frazier shot three times. Adam Miller shot three times. Yeah. So, our two best shooters, uh, Trent didn't take a three, and Miller only took one. Illinois only took nine threes this game. That is uh, – I, I mean, Trent – I don't know why he's passing up so many shots. I, yeah, that. he had some shots. That he, I, I thought that he was getting back in the groove of of shooting more, but I don't know. Yeah, you uh, you said turnover city. That was at two forty six. You said nice Didn't hop change. by Potter before taking a three. Yep, he does that every time too. Every time, so weird. Every time. Let's see. Uh, might want to try to guard that Trice guy. <laughs> yeah, I think that was on his first one he made, and then he made five more in a row. <laughs> then you said, uh, why is Trent not on Trice? But then Trent went on Trice and defended him pretty well for like three times in a row. And he made every shot. It didn't shot. matter. Yeah, it literally <laughs> didn't matter. Trice made everything. I, I, that was impressive by Trice. I'm not going to lie. So Let's see. Huge free throws. I really didn't. I – I, because it was they were in a one on one situation. Uh, Curbelo made all four of his, which honestly surprised me. Um, which nothing on Curbelo, but uh, you know, a freshman in that situation, uh, his shot has not been the greatest. I didn't think that he would he would do step up and make those twice. So good on him. Yeah, I said uh, right after the game, how about an effing coach doesn't trash talk an opposing player. <laughs> That's how I yeah. saw it. I don't know. Yep. No, I I agree. Um, I'm I'm glad he did though, because there's the double flagrant or whatever, yeah. double technical. Um, I'll be the first to admit that I have I have hated Brad Underwood's baseline out of bounds plays. Um, and I'm talking about when Illinois is under their own hoop, not the not the four eight guys running in bounds and that's how they try to get the ball in against the press. Um, that's another conversation, but I thought that his, his blobs were really good this game. Um, and I hated the, cause it used to be post up and a guy get the ball or, you know, toss it way out, but there were actually plays ran out of those to, and, and maybe it just took time for the team to get it together, but uh, good on Underwood. I apologize for all the times that I said, they were terrible. They were really good this game. I forgot it was possible to score on those or like do something yeah. with them. Yeah, and you can't you can't say that they were they've been good all year because there's no way they have. Um, but uh, the the other thing is people are talking about this is the best line I win of the season. No, do you agree with that? Eh, no. Okay. I mean, three games in five days on the road. At Wisconsin, no IO. I, I think it's an argument. Well, this Wisconsin team is not very good, if we're being honest. I mean, they're not Just going to the top twenty-five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not uh, 
They're not that much better than like. I think I said that from the beginning of the year. <laughs> they're not that much better than Duke, to be honest. That's Ooh, where they're at. So uh, that's why I think that, the Duke win is still the best because I don't care if there's no. F- well, it's not. I don't know if it's the best overall, but I think the Duke win is better because first of all, there's I know there's no fans there, right? But mm-hmm. that's still a building where people go into and they're like, oh, man, obviously it hasn't been that much like that this year. But that win got Illinois going. Like they needed that game to get going into Big Ten play. Now, I know they lost their second Big Ten game. They shouldn't have. They should have beaten Rutgers. But yeah. I think that win gave them confidence that they could go anywhere and win. Because at that time, Duke was ranked 10th. Everyone thought that they were good. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking at it more of like a when the game actually happened rather than what we think of it now. Sure. But I also think the Minnesota went on the road, even though Minnesota's been bad, even with Robbins being hurt and Cal Scher being out, just obliterating them in a building where they rarely lose, pretty good win as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the first time Illinois has swept the Badgers since uh, what year? 2005. Um, 14 wins is also the third most Big Ten wins in a season in program history. Uh, the last time that they had more was uh, 2005. Um all so, right. <laughs> let's just, uh, you know, and then we do a recreation of of the picture. I'm sure everybody saw. Now, what would this team? What would the 05 team be if they played 20 conference games? Um, uh, 18 and two. I think they'd be 19 and one. Okay. What uh, if What if the 05 team played in this year's Big Ten? 20 and 0. Uh, no one's I, keeping up with them. <laughs> I'm not getting in that argument. <laughs> They'd be way too physical. Um, I just think it. I don't know. I think it's a different game. I think that that that's not comparable. But yes, it is. Okay. Well, I, I L- like the 05 team was all speed, all strength, all shooting. And they could do everything. Uh, did you watch them a lot in your crib when you were absolutely? Little? Yeah, I was big into that. Um, uh, I, I don't really have anything else. I had a lot of quotes here, but they're too long. I'm not going to read them. So um, Underwood, you know, uh, after the game said, it wasn't pretty on either end, but guess what? When you're on the road and you're at the end of February, who gives a dang? Very subtle for <laughs> Mr. Underwood, but I'll take it. Who gives a dang? I saw a video where they were like, Underwood's basically chucking a grenade at Michigan because of what he said, like, he really wanted them to play that game coming off. Yeah, he's really changed his tune. Um, I know we talked about it, uh, you know, the last podcast and the one before that. Uh, he's really changed his tune to now he's not happy that the Big Ten scheduled him four road games in their last five games, um, especially when the when Illinois in particular hasn't had any COVID problems. Um, he doesn't feel like they should have got punished for it. And now Illinois – is going into Michigan after Michigan just decides to, to not play. Um, and, you know, I, I get it. I understand why he's mad. He's kind of talking down the regular season, big 10, um, you know, Michigan fans are calling him a baby and whatever they do. Uh, but you've been talking, you've been talking down the regular season, big 10 all year this year, just because it is a COVID year and, it doesn't really matter as much as other ones. Sure. I mean, you get to hang a banner, but I don't know. Um, I don't really care about the Big Ten title almost any year anyway, honestly. Right. I mean, I really don't care. Uh, it's all about March madness and such. Sure. Uh, so I think if you look at this situation unbiasedly, which we have to be biased on this show, sure. um, 
I think that both coaches were doing what's best for their teams. Well, the thing is, is, is Juwan Howard got a choice when Brad Underwood didn't. Yeah, I, I hundred yeah. percent understand where Underwood's coming from. Yeah. But anyone who thinks he's like throwing a grenade at them, just giving them like uh, bulletin board material, yeah. What does it matter? He's got nothing to lose. This game does not matter for Illinois at all. No. And it doesn't matter for Michigan either because if they lose, they're still going to be a one seed. If they win, there's another great win for them, even though Iowa is probably not going to play. So how much does the win really matter? We can get to that when it uh, goes there. So Illinois fans are going to have ammunition either way probably because if they win, it's like if Iowa doesn't play and they win, it's like we just beat you without Iowa. If If Iowa plays and they win, that's huge. I mean, it's almost impossible. (laughs) <laughs> Unless Kofi has a Minnesota game, yeah, I, and but Kofi hasn't played a guy like Dickinson yet, so no one that I can actually defend, yeah, right. which Garza does not do. Um, right. So if the, if Io plays and they win, they beat Michigan. If Io doesn't play and they lose, like you just beat us without Io. So what do you expect, you know? And <laughs> then if if Io plays and they lose, I mean. That's where Illinois fans are backed into a corner, but uh, I don't have to worry about that because I haven't been talking ass about <laughs> Michigan all year. Right. So, right. yep. And, and I talked about, you know, the four people or whatever I saw today, you know, just random people. Um, they all think Illinois has a chance um, tonight. So they, they're, they are better fans than me i guess they're gonna be enthusiastic (laughs) until they go and trash grabello on facebook after yeah Yeah. (laughs) true so uh that's what's gonna happen i mean uh underwood is 2-0 against juan howard yeah beat him twice last year the one time michigan was ranked fifth when they beat them at uh at home and then the road game michigan was like 11 and 7 and Mm -hmm. io hit that buzzer beater basically i think it was like 0.2 left but this is a different team you know i mean you look at what they've added, they've had three huge impact players added this year. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at uh, Mike Smith and Sean D. Brown, a couple of transfers. We talked about Sean D. Brown, hopefully getting him to Illinois, but I think he does fit better there than he would here. Yeah, I think he made a, made a good choice there um, as much yes. as I – hate to say that but yeah yeah they've been instant impact guys mike smith has been a terrific passer for them he's yeah. a 511 guard but he makes a lot of plays and uh the the big thing that, to be worried about tonight is the matchups like who's going to guard wagner who's going to guard livers especially if io doesn't play right uh, that's going to be hard i'm assuming right. their lineup is going to be smith brooks wagner livers dickinson which probably means you're going to have frazier against um Smith and then Brooks against Miller and then I guess DeMonte against Livers and Grandison against Wagner I guess I mean that's kind of how that's probably going to go I mean they have size and they can shoot and they can defend and they do everything well for the most part I mean they uh they're gonna they're gonna be the regular season champs of the Big Ten Illinois is gonna be the two seed in the conference tournament both of those are gonna happen so there you go. That's why this game doesn't matter in terms of the Big Ten it really doesn't even matter in terms of the NCAA tournament because if Illinois loses this game without Io, are they really going to get bumped off of the one line over that? Probably not. Ohio State didn't. Um, yeah, so. and then Ohio State. It took them losing to Michigan State and Iowa. I, I think that I think the number one seed comes down to who wins the Ohio State Illinois game, um, and that's why that's why I don't care if Io plays here. If if he needs more time, get healthy, come back, play on Saturday, 
Um, gives you five more days to rest. They're due for a win at Ohio State, even though I think they beat them there a couple of years ago or they kept it close or something. One of those two things happened. Yeah. But uh, last year they should have beaten them there. They didn't do for one. All they got to do to prevent from losing them again is just don't let Liddell get hot. That's exactly the reason they lost last time. Yeah. they, they uh, uh, Kofi has to guard him better for sure. Did, yeah. Well, what if they have Grandison guarding him if Kyle Young plays? And then you have, True. Because True. last game, the game that they played each other, Grandison wasn't starting yet. Right. So yep. we'll see. So Illinois is what, 9-1 and one with Grandison starting or something? Yep. They've only lost the Michigan State game, I believe. That's pretty good. It's big to play, too. 9-1 and one in their last 10. I mean, whoo. That is something. Uh, so, Haslametrically speaking, a lot of these numbers are the same. I mean, Illinois is sixth overall. I think Iowa's fifth, and Iowa's only fifth because of their offensive efficiency because they don't play much defense. Um, Michigan is second overall, so they jumped Baylor in that. Offensively and defensively, Illinois 13th in both, Michigan third in both. Strength of schedule, Illinois 14th, Michigan 20th. Expected outcome, Illinois 67.53, Michigan 78.63, so 11-point difference uh, there. Ken Palm projection, 78-71, Michigan seems fair. Um, Illinois' offense and defense adjusted on Ken Palm is 10th, offensively 16th, defensively Michigan 5th, offensively 4th, defensively four All-Americans between the two squads, in my opinion, Uh Potential All-Americans, I guess. I don't know if all four of them will actually make it, but at least three are probably locks. I mean, if Iowa doesn't play, that would be three. Kofi's going to be there, I think, on one of the three teams. Dickinson probably will as well, and Livers, I think, should be a guy that is <laughs> considered <laughs> for third team. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Livers. I think Livers is the guy that you got to find a way to, to stop. Um, he shoots the ball exceptionally well. Yeah, and he's had a lot of injury issues throughout his time at Michigan, but he's always a really underrated guy, I think. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. People overlook him, and he's – I mean, you watch him play, and he's always – I don't know what he's shooting from three, but it has to be really good. Yeah, I'll find that out right now, actually. Well, I think people look a lot more at Dickinson and Wagner on this team rather than Livers. Shooting 41 – oh, wait, that's all right. 45.6%. Yeah. That's impressive. 42, 40, 45. Yeah. Last three seasons. Yeah. So, and I think he was on the team in 2017-18 that got to the uh, final four of the national championship, I think, right? Because he played 40 games that year. He wasn't playing very much, but I'm assuming that that's the case. He's from Michigan as well, so. Yeah. Six seven two thirty. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, that can shoot like that. I agree. It's gonna be difficult. Uh, Wagner's having a breakout season. One of the better overall small forwards in the Big Ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's had a better year than almost any of them this year. I think he's been better than Wieskamp. Um, Wagner's and, a sophomore, correct? Yeah, and he's projected to be a first round pick this year. So I, he might leave. I think, I think he should. And that's not just me as an Illini fan speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be a first-round pick already, yeah. how much higher can you go? I think he was like 21st sure. overall his on that brother, ESPN board. Does his brother play in the league? Yeah, he's in the Wizards. Okay. Mo Wagner. Mo. And he, his brother's a lot 
like he's like six, seven foot or something. But uh, this is a different Michigan team. I mean, they got, you know, Brooks is still there. Livers is still there. But then you also have Wagner playing a, a lot better than last year. And then you have Smith in the fold, Dickinson in the fold, Brown off the bench. So there's a lot there. I mean, they have they have a lot of the same players, but they added the impact guys. Yeah. Uh, so if you look at adjusted defense in conference play, Michigan's number one, Illinois is number two. So I don't know how many points are going to be scored. Hmm. Probably not. I mean, Ohio State and Michigan wasn't that. So right. I don't think this will be that. Yeah. Illinois really hasn't locked a ton of teams down in the Big Ten for the most part. It's mm-hmm. mostly overwhelming them with their offense, like Minnesota. But um, I think the difference is that with the way this is adjusted, I think a lot of it has to do with the momentum that they have on offense because it's counted as however many points you give up per 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how that's done. So prediction-wise, what do you got? Uh this is that I'm I'm saying Io's not playing. I think that Michigan is just. I think Michigan's on a different level. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the first loss I've picked in a long time. Um, I got Michigan winning 86 uh, to 69. Uh, I don't. I mean, I think it's going to be you know a, a closer game, um, and then Michigan's going to pull away. So. Yeah, Jeff Goodman just tweeted that Io is out tonight, so he will not play. Not surprising. There you go. Eighty-six, sixty-nine is my pick. Then they have nothing <laughs> to lose. I mean, honestly, there's no, there is absolutely zero reason for him to play tonight. Yeah, and I, I guess this is where Michigan fans are going to say that Io is dodging them. They should be nervous though, because if they lose this game, <laughs> that right. would be bad. Right. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it close. And they'll be in all Illinois' Twitter feeds tonight. So 75-64, I think Michigan wins by 11. Uh, but That's I think they keep it respectably close. close. <laughs> I, I think it's like a six-point game until the end. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not I, saying 17 like you, geez. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be like an eight-point game, and then Michigan's going to put it away in the last two minutes. So This sucks. What? I want to beat Michigan, but whatever. We'll beat him in the tournament. I mean, Io did win the game against them last year, so he's obviously not afraid to play Michigan, so people can shut up with that. <laughs> They're playing it smart, though. They don't need him tonight. This game doesn't mean anything. I don't think choice. So, um, I, I think he'd want to play. I mean, he did the shoot-around and all that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think it's his choice not yeah. to play. <laughs> but people will take it the other way. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Michigan fans are the worst. I'll say That's it right now. That's a little now. far. I'll say it right now. Have you not seen Iowa fans? That's true. <laughs> Iowa fans are like cheering Iowa's injury. They, yeah, they'd be a close More second. Michigan State fans. Close second. So. What about Ohio State? They're pretty bad, too. And in- yeah. Ohio State's a different... Uh, yeah, they don't really care about basketball that much. East. Who do you think has the best fans in the Big Ten outside of us, I guess? Uh, Illinois doesn't have the best fans for being objective here because we care too much. Best fans, like positive, good good people. Not Uh, assholes. Northwestern? 
<laughs> Don't say that. That's in-state. You can't say that. You know who I was going to say because they're kind of irrelevant, but like, you know, just a nice little Big Ten team? Rutgers. Okay. Right. Never seen any problems with them. Now, I know there's probably the misconception that, oh, they're from New Jersey, that douchebags. No. <laughs> they're fine. Fine folks at Rutgers. Uh Nebraska, I, I don't think they actually have fans, so can't really say anything about them. Penn State, anything associated with Penn State. So, yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, Minnesota, who cares? I mean, they have fans, really? Okay. Surprising. Ouch. Michigan State, you know, you got to respect them. A lot of winning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Indiana. I respect the fact that they want Archie Miller out so badly. Um, I haven't had too many issues with them. Rutgers, like I said, good. Maryland, there's people that watch Maryland basketball, really? Okay. Uh, I feel like they're like a good team that nobody really pays attention to. Yeah, I think Maryland fans probably are. Shout out Scott Van Pelt, though, and, uh, you know. fans. Obviously, everyone knows the best quarterback in the history of Maryland football is a nice guy, so that's good. Um, Wisconsin fans. I mean, I do root for a team from Wisconsin, so I'm really not going to go after them, but they are a little bit annoying, I guess. Uh, but you know, what's Illinois' record against them last two seasons? Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, like I said, they don't care about basketball. They don't, they shouldn't either. Uh, Purdue, losers, nerds, dweebs. That's Purdue for you. Iowa, bunch of losers. Illinois fans, uh, I think they're a little over the top, uh, kind of the, the version, the uh, their passion is a little bit too strong at times. Like I think they wrongfully go after people a little much, but overall solid. And yeah. I think a lot of them are front runners at this point. They just wanted to, like they didn't care three years ago, now they're back. Which is not us, but I think some people have been like that, which happens with, with every team that's really bad and then becomes good. I mean, it happens. I get it. Look at the Lakers. They sucked for a few years, and now they have LeBron, and they just won the title last year, and everybody loves the Lakers again. So really burning time right now. Uh, Michigan fans, you could say if you, you could say something about them if you want. Um, Michigan fans? Just, you know, I – I guess they like Michigan fans put themselves up here. Like I'm just I'm going above the camera, and then they put everybody else like here, and then they they like sit on this pedestal, and then they look down at everybody, and they're like, "What have you done lately? What are you? Who are you guys?" That's that's Michigan fans. I mean, they have we're better than everybody. They have been the most successful program in the last five or six years in the Big Ten. It is what it is. I think we would be doing that if we made it to the championship. <laughs> I wouldn't be, but... I know, think a lot of Illinois fans would. But I did just say, uh, do they have fans of Nebraska and Minnesota? I did say that. Uh, so Rutgers, they got... Rutgers got murdered by Nebraska. Like, what is that? That's like Rutgers not having their own IO right there. You know, because Illinois is losing that game to Nebraska that whole time, basically. But it only got up to like seven, not like 20. This can't, this can't be real, right? I know this has nothing to do with basketball. 
uh, News Channel 17, uh, Zombie Apocalypse Preparation. That's why the stock market's going to hell, guys. Right here. What are we doing, world? Crying I have no idea what that what that means. I, why would that be a news? Like, zombies aren't real. Apparently, they're going to be. Anyways, <laughs> around the Big Ten, now that we've <laughs> ripped every fan base, uh, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, something about the Ken Bomb, huh? Who are you tweeting? I'm just seeing what people are saying about Io. Oh, I bet it's all Michigan fans. Eric Haslam, who runs Haslametrics, said, not surprising, I didn't expect to see him before the Big Ten tournament. So, so he doesn't even think he'll play against Ohio State. We didn't expect to see him, so you never know. Okay. <laughs> like, like he doesn't expect to see him against I, – I don't know. All I know is the Creighton coach just released a statement apologizing for something that's Uh-oh. bad, but we won't say it on the podcast. We'll – yeah, uh, Baylor's back. By the way, I mean they're only up five, but they've come out. 56 they were up. In the field. Yeah, they were up big. So, are you trying to stretch this to an hour? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm going to be done here in a sec. Uh, in my opinion, as I wrote on the doc, there are very few scenarios the Big Ten doesn't get nine bids in the tournament. Strength of the league too high. The way that doesn't happen is if Rutgers chokes, or if Michigan State falls apart. <sighs> Because what, right uh, now there's there's eight locks or Michigan seven locks. Part don't they have just or don't they just have Michigan twice or do they have another game? Yeah, but if they like lose their first Big Ten tournament game uh, after no. losing to Michigan twice, oh, they play Indiana tonight at seven. They need to win. I it, for them to be a lock, they Indiana would. In right now, no. Okay, so they I, need to win this game. So if. If Michigan State wins two of the next four games, if they can beat Michigan once, then mm-hmm. they'd be in good shape. Two of the next three games. If they can beat Michigan once and beat Indiana, they'll be a lock. If they beat Indiana and lose the other two, they'll be in, but it won't be easy, and they got to win the big tournament. Like seven locks right now. You have Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Maryland. That's seven locks. Teams that have a chance and should get in, Rutgers should get in, unless they're 13 and 12 after losing to Minnesota and losing their first Big Ten tournament game, they're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Indiana, they're not dead, but they have to win tonight. Uh, Michigan State, they could get in without winning tonight, probably, but they also need to win tonight, basically. Uh, and then Minnesota's dead. Penn State, Northwestern, Nebraska, they should just pack it up, go home, but um, should get nine bets. I mean, eight. Would be the least. I think it's going to be at least eight because I don't think Rutgers, Michigan State, and Indiana will all simultaneously fall off the map, which is what would have to happen for them not to get at least eight. So I don't know. We'll find out. But the final thing here that we have is that we knew this would probably come at some point. I mean, it's not a. It's not like that hot of a rumor yet, but it is a rumor. Uh, Orlando Antigua, Illinois assistant, big-time recruiter, uh, known former Globetrotter, right, or something like yeah. that, yeah. rumored to be in the running for the New Mexico job. Where are you getting your rumors from? I have guys on the inside. Okay, that's fine. How come you didn't yeah, know Iowa wasn't playing then? I thought he would play because of the shoot-around. Okay. 
I was like, you know what? He's going to play. And I didn't want him. I don't want him to play. I don't want him to get hurt in a game that doesn't mean that much. So how did how did Jeff Goodman get the information first? I think a team spokesperson probably told because uh, the Illini beat reporters were reporting in a few minutes after Jeff Goodman. Yeah. And they were saying per a team spokesperson, but I feel like Jeff Goodman has better sources than Illini beat writers, even for Illinois, because he's been doing this for a long time. He's way on the inside. He's not on the inside to where he, I'm assuming, doesn't text every coach before every game and say good luck like Rothstein does. But, you know. True that, true that. Yeah. It's a little weird that Rothstein does that, though. I bet he texts Brad Underwood. He's like, good luck tonight, coach. And then he texts Juwan Howard. He's like, good luck tonight, coach. So, I don't know about that. All right. Episode 58 will be here probably Friday, right? Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, they don't play till Saturday. Saturday, yeah. You know, we'll forget everything that happened and what's probably not going to be a great night tonight, if I had to guess. If they win, I mean, party in the streets. But if, sure. they, if, they, if they don't win, it's like, what did you expect? We didn't have I.O. What did you expect? That's what the ammo should be for Illinois fans tonight. But uh, that'll be that. We'll be back uh, Friday, episode 58. We're almost to 60. So I think by the time the tournament comes around, we'll be halfway to 120. Heck, yeah. Been waiting for halfway to 120 for a while. So <laughs> uh, Good luck to Illini. Go Illini. Uh, let's let's sneak one. Uh, that'd be awesome. So And we both clearly have confidence, as you can see from this whole episode 57, 58, see you Friday. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.